Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. blog post and interviewing for my blog anyway <laughs> so it is so nice to have you Mecca on the podcast today I really appreciate you coming through no problem I'm so excited yeah I'm always doing interviewing I never get interviewed <laughs> yay I'm so happy to interview you then this is awesome so let's talk a little bit about your blog the lifestyle missus so tell me where you got the concept and the idea from for your blog well um I had a blog prior to this one for about three years, Glitter Coffee and Things. And the direction of that blog was more so of kind of all over the place, if I must be honest here. (laughs) It was all over. It was just like one minute I'm talking about like my favorite places to eat. The next minute I started like a series called Dating in the City because at the time my now wife and I were not together. So the concept was all over the place. Um, and then when I got engaged, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a whole group of other people to talk to. Um, and so I'm like, I was very excited about getting engaged and being, you know, becoming a new wife. So I'm like, okay, I can write about this because at the time that I was single, it seemed like everyone our age was getting engaged. So I'm like, okay, I'll have a bigger group of, you know, girls and ladies to talk to that are getting engaged that are, you know, in their 20s, early 20s, late 20s. And that's how it came about. I just got excited about becoming a new wife. So I'm like, okay, the blog can take this direction (laughs) rather than where I was going because it was nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome, though. Like, just taking your blog from, like, this whole singles, you know, single life, ready to mingle, to, like, now I am engaged in a married woman. Like, that's such a great evolution of your blog, and it's real life. You know, in real life, we start out single and, like, ready for the world, and then we settle down, and we get married. So, and like you said, it's such a huge group of people to talk to, so that's, like, super amazing, and I love your blog. I just look through it all the time. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're so cute, and then, like, you always post stuff on Instagram, so I'm just like, oh my gosh, what did she post? Like, (laughs) thank you. I'll try. I'm trying to be active, girl. Yes. I mean, it's definitely not easy, but I think you you make it look just so glamorous and just, I don't, I love your blog and I love your, your Instagram. So when did you actually start your new blog, This Lifestyle Missus? Okay. So um, I started the process because I wanted to take my time with it. I started the process um, January. Okay. I got engaged December 24th Christmas Eve oh I started the process maybe that September of the next year so closer to the wedding so I started the ideas and trying to gather the content and then I didn't launch until Valentine's Day of this year oh wow 
So yeah. that was like a whole year worth of planning, but that's good to know because sometimes people start a blog and they start it today and then they're ready to launch it tomorrow. But then other times it makes more sense like you to kind of nurture it and let it evolve, you know, and just really think things through. So um, you started it, you said, you're saying that you started it basically a year and a half ago. Yes. And then, so when did you get married? I got married December 1st of 2017. Ah! Congratulations! <laughs> I got married June 24th, so we're coming up, we're both coming up on one year now, so yes, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> this month, this Friday. Yay! <laughs> that's so, so yeah. awesome. Congratulations, then, on six months. <laughs> so, let's be a year. Yes, we're going to be a year on the 24th of June. Yay! You made it! Right? Ooh, one down, forever to go. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about the process of starting your blog. So things like creating the content and how you decided that you were going to launch. You know, did you do everything yourself or did you like hire a graphic designer? Like get us through like the nitty gritty of like starting your blog. Well, girl, I do everything myself. <laughs> I have done everything myself <laughs> since Glitter Coffee and Think Blog. Um, I did actually, during the planning, I tried bringing someone else in as kind of a partnership because I thought they were good at what they did. It was actually a coworker of my wife's, um, and I tried to bring her in as the food and beverage part of the blog. Okay. Didn't work out, so <laughs> yeah, I'm doing everything myself. I do all I do all the flat lays. I do all of the, you know, I try to do the, the photos. My sister is in California and she was my photographer. So I try to do photos as often as I can um, when I actually have someone that wants to help me. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't understand this, this blog in life. Yes. <laughs> there is so much content that goes into blogging. And I can't believe you make your own flat lays. Those flat lays that you make and you post them, especially the ones you post on Instagram are so nice i don't know how you do that on your own girl good for you <laughs> i watch a lot of youtube <laughs> i watch a lot of youtube yes youtube um, is a blogger's best friend <laughs> pretty much and um that was yeah i do everything i do all of the editing and i like to tell people my technique because it's not the norm i meet a lot of bloggers and i watch a lot of bloggers and influencers that say well, you know, you got to plan, you got to use your Google calendar and you got to have this planner and you got to, I'm old school. I actually write all my blog posts in a notebook and then I transfer it into my Squarespace. Wow. I'm on the computer. I'm getting distracted like ridiculously. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, that is super throwback. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Because, and I tried, to, I just disciplined myself. Like I'll set alarms. So I'm like, okay, instead of like, okay, well, I'm going to post this or use a planner. I tried to use Plannerly. I tried to use later. <laughs> I just set a, a phone alarm and then I'm like, okay, this is the time I need to post on Instagram. This is the time that I need to edit this blog post. Wow. Yeah, I do everything myself. I really would love to have like a partner or somebody, you know, come in and write or guest bloggers but I haven't really had that much luck throughout the years. So I just do everything myself. Oh, wow. 
Well, I mean, that's really exciting. And by doing things by yourself, you get to kind of really hone in and know what direction you want to go in. You know, sometimes, even though we want people to help us, like, you know, we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. So when you add more people to the mix, <laughs> that can get like super stressful. So, you know, while it's it's also hard trying to be the one woman show, you know, sometimes it's a little better because at least, you know, my mistake is my F up and like, hey, I own it and I love it because it's me. But if it's your fault, now we got a problem. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the girl I tried to bring in, I sat down, I had a professional meeting with her. I was even willing to put my paycheck on the line and pay her. Oh, wow. And she just left me high and dry. So from then I was like, I'm a bad boss. I could do this for myself. Yes, <laughs> a bad boss. I love it. I love yes. it. Yes, bad boss. Everyone, we are bad <laughs> bosses, honey. <laughs> So since we're talking about this, this kind of, you know, being a boss and, you know, doing it on your own, what do you think are like the top three skills that people need to be a good blogger? Skills. Um, okay. So I feel like nowadays being real nowadays and being authentic is a skill. Yes. Because in this blogging life, in this YouTube life, everybody wants to be cookie cutter. Everybody wants to be prim and proper. And they want, you know, they're just looking at the views. They're just looking at the likes and subscribers. They're not looking at the bigger picture into why you started sharing your life with thousands and millions of people. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is you asked me to do this, um, and almost two days, two or three days ago, I almost had a breakdown and I wanted to quit. Um, and so you guys received that blog post on <laughs> Friday. Um, but I feel like, yeah, being authentic is a skill for, you know, most people, cause there's a lot of frauds out here. Yes. Um, and <laughs> number two, I would say skills, I would say attention to detail, if that makes any sense, because a lot of people edit and they don't really edit <laughs> you yeah. know like the punctuation and the way that they structure things and it's like it's one thing to use your authentic voice and then there's another thing to just be like grammatically incorrect i mean if that's your crew then you know if that's your subscribers <laughs> and your followers then <laughs> good for you but <laughs> I'm also outside of blogging. I also am like, I get praised in my English classes, like even since I was young. Mm -hmm. So I consider myself a good writer. So that's important to me. And I feel like if you're going to write a blog, that has to be important. To you. Right, exactly. <laughs> Editing, being correct. You know, it's either in times where I might post something on Instagram and my cousin, because I'm trying to hurry up to just get it out before noon. My cousin's like, oh, you misspelled this word. I can go back and check it for you. So that's why sometimes we'll double up, and you'll see, you know, the different, um, the same Instagram post, maybe like two seconds later. Um, and the third one, I would say a skill for blogging. I think being creative is a skill as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you have to know who you're going, who you're targeting. 
Um, yeah, I would say being creative, being authentic, and editing. Yeah, I, I love how you said that being creative portion, especially um, with regards to knowing who you're targeting and who you're talking to. So I do a lot of social media management and business coaching. And it's amazing how people will have an idea and have no clue who they're talking to. Like, oh, this is for everybody. Like, no, baby, this can't be for everybody. <laughs> Some people won't like you. Some people won't like your style. Some people, like, that might not be your tribe, but there is a tribe of people that are for you. And so you have to speak to them in an authentic voice, like you've been saying, being authentic, and you're going to find your tribe. But having an idea of who it is is always going to be, like, that much more helpful, you know, right. if that makes sense, that right. much more. I don't know. Was that grammatically correct? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, yeah, definitely definitely knowing who you're talking to because that's why I was like glitter and cosmetic things it was my baby because that was my first blog but I look at some of the things and I'm just like okay who the hell am I talking to like, <laughs> right I felt like I was talking to my age group and then it was just like 10 more thousand blogs are writing the same thing you're writing five top places to eat and it's like, okay, that's good, but how am I gonna make how am I gonna put a twist on it? And that's where creativity comes from. Yes. How am I gonna put a twist on it? We we already know that, you know, these are the best five places to eat in Atlanta. What was special about it? Did I get to go in the back of the kitchen? You know, that I get, you know. Yeah. It's just those type of things that actually make a blog really good. What a great blog post though, like uh the behind the scenes of the five best places in Atlanta, you know, places to eat in Atlanta. Like, there you go. There goes your blog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm learning as I'm revamping for the lifestyle misses. I love that. So since we're talking about that, what are your goals for the lifestyle misses? Like, you know, what do you see yourself or where do you see the blog going in the next year or so? I am really focused on um, making the Lifestyle Misses a brand. Okay. Um, I want to relaunch another podcast because, like I said, my podcast with my friend before was, once again, about single life. We talked about sex. We talked about F boys, F girls, anything you, you know, anything you can imagine that girlfriends talk about in their living room drinking some wine like that's what we were talking about and I still want to come out with another podcast um I learned from a influencer Maya Elise who which I love and her sister is Maddie James oh uh, yeah yes I went to well I actually joined in on like a webinar that she had and one of the things that stuck out to me that she said was um especially when writing a blog Oh, don't put a tab there for something you don't have content for. So if you want to put a food tab and you only have two recipes, that means that you cannot stay consistent in posting, uh, you know, recipes and drinks and things like that. So what I felt, and she said, so find another way how to execute that if you really want to do it. So there's video, there's magazine, there's blog, there's, you know, podcasts and things like that so my goal is to really make the lifestyle misses a household name and an all-around thing i've already started the youtube and that's more of the personal side of me the non-prem proper you know seeing what <laughs> i'm doing every day you get to meet my wife you get to see my dog my friends you know things like that um 
I eventually, like later in life, I want to do a magazine. Oh, wow. I always, I went to school for fashion marketing, so I always wanted to be like a part of, you know, Cosmo, like an editor or something like that. So I want to do a magazine, (laughs) podcast, and just an all-around brand, like I said, t-shirts, mugs, things like that. Anything you can think of, that's what I want to do. Okay, I love it. Well, I definitely want to check in with you in a little while, maybe in like a year or so to see how you did on these goals. That'll be a nice little podcast episode, like <laughs> now and then. <laughs> That'll be super cute. So um, let's talk a little bit more about, um, I guess, how you kind of set up the lifestyle message. So like, how many hours a day or a week do you work on your blog? Like, like you know, how do you, how much time do you spend on it? Well, um, as you know, my fellow stay-at-home wife, <laughs> I have the time. Before, I would set up, honestly speaking, little to no time. It's just like when I get to it because I'm tired, I'm cooking, I'm at work, I'm at school. I mean, you know, my mom wants attention, my friends want attention. But now that I'm home and I only go to school once a week, I try to set probably three days out the week to work Sunday not being one of them (laughs) (laughs) Saturday morning I give my attention to the lifestyle Mrs. Instagram that's when I look through what content I want to post throughout the week what can I um get on and I actually I have been slipping but I usually usually get on the lifestyle Mrs. blog um Instagram and I usually talk to Insta story for a good hour. Just, hey guys, just checking in. Um, so yeah, probably three days out the week. And then, like I said, I'm very old school when it comes to writing my content. So subconsciously, I picked up a, a little temp job at work. I mean, at school, I work in the bookstore. There's nothing going on. So while I'm at work, I'll pick up my notebook and I'm just writing ideas, writing content, whole blog post like two or three pages worth of blog post and um just working on other ideas that I have going on like I'm working on a blog um almost like seminar type thing and a book pdf pdf form so about three days a week but before whenever I can get to it (laughs) and I think like that's the beauty though of you know having these little chats is like seeing how much time people put into it and seeing the difference. So like you came from working and, you know, having your family that you were, you know, taking care of or hanging out with and your friends and all that kind of stuff and how little time you had, but you know, you still kind of tried to squeeze it in here and there. And then, so now, you know, hashtag stay at home wife, you know, (laughs) we love that lifestyle, but now you kind of have that time (laughs) to kind of put back in, you know, and kind of work on your business. And it's just, you know, it's just an interesting like dynamic to see how things sort of shift because I was kind of the same way. I was in school full time. I was teaching, you know, I was doing a lot of things, so I didn't have as much time to put into my blog and having podcasts and stuff like that. So it's always nice to see, like, how much time people are able to spend to actually work on, you know, their creative business. And so how do you stay consistent with keeping up with your blog? Um, just pretty much kind of connects to what we said earlier. I do it all by myself. And even when I get, I become down, that's the beauty of also, and the reason, the beauty and the reason as to why I only do three days. 
because before, even when I was working in school and I didn't do, um, I didn't give it my all, um, I would be up at one and two and three in the morning trying to edit, trying to blog every single day. Nope, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> so I put it down to, you know, three. And I feel like to answer the question, I do it all by myself. <laughs> so I have no choice <laughs> but to keep myself disciplined because who else is going to do it? Ah, that was so beautiful. I'm consistent because who else? Who else is going to do it, you know? And that's the truth. Nobody, like my favorite thing to say to people is like, look, nobody cares. You know, if you decide you're going to fall off, nobody cares. If you decide you're going to keep on, nobody cares. So you need to stay consistent because it's you and because you actually want to, not because it's like this thing that you have to do. And if you need a break, take one boo like my instagram post for today is about taking a break when you need to you know because you're you can't be consistent if you're tired if you're over it if your if mind you is not there yes if you can't be creative and it's like well what the hell am i gonna talk about if this week i've been in the house all week <laughs> taking care of the dog <laughs> what am i gonna talk about exactly I haven't had a coffee date with anybody i haven't did you know for me i didn't do anything for memorial day so i'm not gonna make up a post about this fancy cookout and all this other stuff. i didn't do anything <laughs> next week you might catch me though because i might talk about my anniversary date like i don't know so, exactly it's i'm consistent because I, you know i have my partner to amp me up when i'm down and things like that but this is what i want to live long this is my business this is my legacy legacy this is part of my creativity so like you said nobody cares and half the time you know in this creative world your family members don't understand so they're not gonna be like oh you didn't post today <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one that knows if you posted or not <laughs> you know so that's why i how I stay consistent and why I stay consistent because it's just me. That is so true. That I mean, like, and how you just said, like, your family, like, half the time your family is, like, wondering, like, okay, so when are you going to get a job? Like, <laughs> my business is my job, but thank you for that statement, you know? But it's, like, you know, people don't understand, and, and you have to kind of take that accountability for yourself, and you have to say, look, I'm going to stay consistent for myself, because there are people out there, like, I'm one of them. I'm a creeper. If I find somebody that I like and you don't post, I'm DMing you. Like, I've DMed so many people, like, um, hey, it's Tuesday, and like I haven't seen you post in like 48 hours. Like, hey, <laughs> 48 hours, like they're not missing, relax. But you know, right. some people will be interested, but a lot of people won't. A lot of people they consume your content because they see it, not because they're mm-hmm. actively seeking you out. So, mm-hmm. staying consistent is more so about yourself and being able to put that content out there so that when people so that people have the opportunity to come across you, you know, right. so it's just like, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a mind thing. Like, and like I said, even when I'm not like posting or if I shut my website down because I feel like it need reconstruction, that's why I'm on Instagram. That's why you'll see you, you, now, you know, my secret and everyone else will know, like, if you don't see me advertising my blog post, that's because right now I shut down, I'm reconstructing, I'm getting more content. 
you know, and like I said, I'm old school. I don't really batch. I might write three blog posts, but I'm not, okay, well, on the 25th, I'm writing 30 blog posts and they're all going to be batched <laughs> one by one. I can't do that. That's not how I operate. I'm a perfectionist, so I need to do one at a time. <laughs> and <laughs> that's just how it's going to go. But yeah, that's my secret. If I'm not consistent on and disciplined on my actual blog post, I will, you catch me on Instagram. <laughs> catch me on instagram <laughs> <How about that? laughs> that is so awesome i just love hearing about like how people get started and you know how they keep things going like you know i consider myself and i'm not sure if you do as well but i consider myself like really at the beginning stages of getting this creative journey like kind of off its feet and stuff oh, yeah. and yeah it's definitely like an interesting place to be in it's definitely like wow, you know, you have all these ideas and, and, but then you run into that moment where you're like, oh my goodness, I'm over it today. You know, like your crying moment, like I'm over it. Like, I just, I don't want to do this, you know, but it's funny to see like how you kind of come over that. So that's one question I didn't tell you about this one, but since you brought it up, how do you overcome that feeling of I'm over it? Like, I don't want to keep doing this, you know, I'm, especially when you're new, you know, when you're just starting in. How do you come over that feeling of like, I can't, <laughs> I just don't want to. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not one of millions of people that have comparison syndrome. So I do take a break from Instagram sometimes. Um, I also talked to my partner and one of my good friends, like I said, I was ready to give it all up like two, three days ago. And my friend talked me out of it. And she basically told me, you have a purpose. It's not what you, you know, envisioned it to be, but you have a purpose and you can share your story. Um, and then prayer. So I'm going to say for prayer and just talking to my wife, because I feel like, I'm always preaching to her about believing in herself and because she's a chef but she works for other people and she's ready to start her own business and I'm always telling her you know do it food is something everybody wants everybody loves food you can make money bloggers don't make money unless you really you know pushing yourself out there to work with you know, sponsors and things like that. I'm like, I'm really doing this because I love it, but you have a gift and people can eat your food. Yeah. So she reciprocates that back to me. And um, that's pretty much my support system. Um, yeah, I just take a break. Sometimes I just take a break from everything, enjoy life. And then I'm like, oh, I can turn around and I can put this on the blog. And that happened to me a few months ago. My mom went away to DC for business. I tagged along with her because hashtag stay at home wife life. <laughs> I didn't have so I went along with her to DC and I had a great time and I ate so much good food and I seen beautiful things and I was able to create a blog post so that once I relaunch or once I post everything, now I have content. So that was me taking a break and just living life to be able to deal with all of the things like nobody has liked my post today. <laughs> Nobody's read my blog today. <laughs> I want to quit. <laughs> I 
I totally relate to this on such a deep level. And the biggest thing, like the biggest takeaways that I took from what you just said is community and taking a break. Like you have to have your tribe of people, like your personal inner circle, like your wife, you know, for me, it's my husband and my sister, like being able to go back and like, look, this is not working out for me. Give me some advice. And my husband, oh my gosh, he is just, he's my biggest fan, but he knows how to kick me in the butt, you know, by making me upset. But out of anger comes probably some of my most creative, best ideas ever, you know, and even though I'm so mad at him when he does it to me, it's just like, he's doing it for my own good. And it inspires me, you know, and so I know it sounds negative, but it actually is a really good thing. And he is my tribe, you know, what I'm saying my sister is my tribe always encouraging. So having those people that you can go to, in your breakdown moments and just say, look, this is what's going on, especially when they're outside of your business, you know, because sometimes it's hard to go and talk to another blogger or another creative, because you know, you don't want to bring their energy down, you know, because yeah. you're having and a bad day. My sister is younger than me. My sister is going to be 21 and she's a creative in LA. She's a photographer. And not only that, like she just has connections. She wants to be an art director. That's what she's in school for. So she's very artsy. Everything's for, she's done photography for Instagram, famous people, for famous rappers, things like that. And I'm turning That's to my awesome. sister asking her for, you know, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And she's like, Mecca, you can do it. Um, my friend that gave me, that basically pulled me off of the ledge, she she's not, she doesn't have a creative bone in her body. That's my goddaughter's <laughs> mom. So if I have time, I'll tell you the, the small story. So I wanted to quit because I felt like the content that I had, um, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. My engagement in my marriage was not the ideal once again, prim proper type of thing. I didn't have, you know, I had eight bridesmaids. I ended up having four at the end of it. Everybody lived in different states. Everybody except for one. Well, actually two. Um, my grandmother was sick during that time. I wasn't speaking to my in-laws at the time. It was just a hot mess. My grandmother passed away a week before my wedding. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. A week before my wedding, she passed away. And then the day after my wedding, we spent it with my in-laws. They finally, you know, we hashed everything out. We spent it with them. And then that Sunday, I was on the road to New Jersey to go to her funeral. I felt like at that point, I'm like, okay, I have writer's block. What the hell am I going to talk about? Like, I'm supposed to be sharing wedding planning ideas and all of this other stuff. So I told that to my friend because she kind of knew, but she didn't know everything. And she was like, Mecca, you have a group of people that's probably going through the same thing, but not saying anything. Because that's all you see. You see on Instagram, you see the gorgeous dresses, you see the bride tribes, you see, you know, all of that cutesy stuff. And I'm like, I didn't go on a honeymoon yet. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. But she was like, put it into your blog. She's like, tell people how they can pray with their partner when they're going through hard times. You know, show vision boards and things like that. So right now, that's what I'm doing for my blog is in transition. So she was really, she was a really big help. So yeah, her, my wife, and my sister are really big helps. And this is coming from a chef, still a creative, a photographer, still a creative, and then somebody who has no... no interest in even being in the entertainment the blog world youtube or anything she's just a regular mom going to work taking care of what she has to take care of and i really appreciated her for that she gave me content for days honey yeah and i was just saying i was just thinking that like 
it's those people that have nothing to do with what you're doing that can spark the most inspiration for you. And it's just amazing because like, like you said, we get so overwhelmed with all this information about weddings being perfect and the perfect honeymoon and the perfect this and the perfect that but nobody talks about the reality of things nobody talks about the reality of like hey you know some people might not come to your wedding some people that you thought were going to be there won't be there you may not be able to take a honeymoon you may be fighting like you may be going through it with the person you're about to marry you know what I'm saying? But you know you still want to get married. Like, it's so many different things that are going on, but people glamorize it, you know? And so it's nice for someone to be authentic, like we've been talking about, and share that nitty-gritty side of like, hey, you know, yes, it's going to be a beautiful and perfect day because that's what it's about, but stuff can also go wrong, and this is how you can make it through X, Y, and Z situation. Yep. So man, you have some, you have a great tribe of people around you just kind of inspiring you. And, you know, I encourage everyone listening to this to find your tribe, like find those people that can speak life into you, like that can speak life into you. Cause that's going to be so important when you're hitting yourself against the wall. Like, Oh my goodness, I'm yeah. over it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh my goodness. So before we close up, I want to do a rapid fire round. So I'm going to ask you, okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask you five questions and I want you to answer the first thing that comes to your mind, as fast as you can, okay? Okay. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> okay. What are your pet peeves? Oh my gosh, pet peeves. I don't like liars. I don't like dirty things. And I don't like extra people. You know, like girls, like you see, and they're just extra for no reason. It's like, honey, I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> Over here, being a little nerd. I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what is your best childhood memory? Oh, I think my best childhood memory, I have two if I can. Okay. One was when I went to Disney with all of my cousins. Like we went to Disney, my mom got like a timeshare house and we all went there and we just swam and we went to the, all the parks and we stayed for like a week. And then the other is when my wife surprised me to go to Vegas for my birthday. But that's not childhood. Oh, yeah, not childhood. Um, <laughs> my mom, she took me to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, are you a morning or a night person? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which one is better, being organized or attention to detail? Oh, you're asking a perfectionist this? <laughs> Oh my God, I don't know, Kay. Um, um, be organized. Okay, yeah. I think if you're organized, you are paying attention to details because exactly. you have to organize these. So you can kind of spin it. <laughs> okay, and the last question is, so we are female creatives, right? So what does it mean to you to be a female creative? It means everything because as they say nowadays, the future is effing female. And I feel like right now, the we are the future. Like, we're in the present. I don't think we're in the future. And it means everything to be a creative because before we couldn't even, like, we couldn't vote, couldn't do anything but be homemakers. And I think that's the beauty. And now to be able to stay home is not a bad thing because you can create 10 million things and you can make a lane for everything so being a female creative is very important to me 
because of those reasons. We can do whatever we want and we can always do it better. Yes, we can do it better. (laughs) I love that. Well, I so appreciate you for coming onto the podcast today. This was definitely great. And um, we are going to, well, actually first, tell us where we can find you on social media. What's your blog? What's your blog name? So give us that information. So my blog is thelifestylemisses.com, which in Friday, it will be open back up because I'm going to be sharing a few posts. Like I said, my engagement and marriage story is going to be posted. Um, you can find me on the Lifestyle Misses on Instagram at the Lifestyle Misses. And if you want to get personal with me, you can find me at Mecca T-L-M Walker on Instagram. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) The Lifestyle Misses on YouTube. Oh, yes. I forgot about your channel. Yeah. Everybody definitely go check out and follow or subscribe to her on YouTube. So I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for doing this interview. And yeah, I can't wait to do the next one. So this is going to be really exciting to see how you progress with your goals and stuff that you have and just how this blog kind of grows into something that you have created you know we are female creatives and so it's so empowering to put something out there into the universe that you did with your own hands you know i mean you handwrite so you literally get down in there (laughs) so you know it's gonna be so awesome to see how that kind of transitions and changes you know even in the next six months to a year so i'm excited to have you back on to give us a little update when the time comes I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Like I said, I'm always interviewing. I never get interviewed. Yes. Fun. Yay. (laughs) Well, I'm so happy to have you. And until next time, we will see you later. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast in your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs.KH on Instagram and check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you creative darlings so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.